0: I think it's crucial to whatever you're doing and at whatever point in life you are right now, it's always important to think not only, not only about the tasks you have, not only about the routine you've got, but also about relationships and people. I think that whatever your desires are, you cannot really achieve them just on your own.
1: This podcast shows that Ukraine is not what foreigners see on television. In reality, Ukrainian people are much better, much more interesting and friendly than other people expect. This podcast is about the real-life experiences, work, and personalities of Ukrainian people with a focus on the capital, Kiev, so that foreigners discover the positive truth about Ukraine Hear the voices of Ukrainians, visit the country, and invest in the economy, creating more opportunities for the younger Ukrainian generations to stay and build their country. Hello, my name is Aziz, and I have a deep connection with Ukraine. My grandfather volunteered in 1987 to help liquidate the Chernobyl chemical radiation because he believed in humanity. He was a real hero for me, and even though he struggled with cancer after that, for the rest of his life, he always told me many great things about Ukraine and its people. Then, from 2018 to 2019, for two years, I began working with UNICEF in Ukraine to help build orphanages for the children who lost their families in the war. I couldn't return to Ukraine in 2020 because of covid19 so this project is my volunteer work to help ukraine and thank you all so much for the support this podcast now is ranked number one on apple podcasts about ukraine top 100 travel podcasts in france in switzerland and in ireland top 60 travel podcasts in the united kingdom and in norway top 50 in sweden in canada in italy in spain and in jamaica top 25 travel podcasts on apple russia and top 20 on apple poland in belarus and in the netherlands and top 10 finland romania cyprus thailand and south korea so please keep supporting as we already reach 100 interviews And we'll go beyond and follow the new Instagram about this project, aziz.future. My guest today is Sviatoslav Hryhorenko from Shumsk, where he received a GPA of 11.5 out of 12 in his high school to the FLEX Future Leaders Exchange Program in Ohio, where he received a GPA of 4.5. 429 out of 4.5 to the american university in bulgaria where he is pursuing a bachelor's degree in business administration political science and international relations and he is the vice president and pr manager of tedx iubg and the captain of the aubg I- soccer team Vamos Shkembe. sviatoslav was a member of the Ternopil Regional Football Team in the Higher Youth League of Ukraine, a civic education workshop participant, which was done by the U.S. Department of State, a member of the National Beta Club Academic Honors Program, and a Coca-Cola Coke Online intern. And he was part of the Business Professionals of America competition, top 10 in the state, and a special teams honoree in american football awarded by the ohio valley publishing he is now an intern at juki a ukrainian german american music startup sviatoslav how are you today thank you aziz i'm doing fine uh thanks for having me today it's my pleasure my honor and i will begin with my new favorite question which is this these days and weeks and period in your life what do you think about often what thoughts seem to be dominating your mind whether it's something important to you something you're improving changing or fixing I'd say that um, right now,
0: I'm thinking a lot. Um, I wouldn't say constantly, but quite a lot. I'm thinking about the future. I'm a junior now. Um, My senior senior year is about to begin. And yeah, it's exciting
1: time, but also it's time to plan things. So yeah. Exciting time and time to plan things. So to ask you, since maybe a lot of people from Flex would be listening right now, so they'll be wondering and taking some advice, what do you think is the right way to plan and approach the future? That seems to be, even if it's not the final word on it and you will evolve, but right now, what do you seem to be thinking that would be a good way to plan the future and to think about it as a junior in your university and in this stage of your life? Mm, It really depends on the person, honestly.
0: I think that for many people, it is, first of all, important to understand what exactly you want. So if you want to plan for something, you know, you really want to know what you're planning for. Um, So I'd say for me personally, I'm pursuing uh, two two degrees, which is uh, business and politics. And I'm still quite not like I'm not really sure what exactly I want to do in the future, but I have some ideas and I'm just going with things I feel like I want to do. But it changes. So future is quite a quite a hard thing to discuss because there are so many variables and there are so many things that could affect your decision. But um, planning is definitely something really important if you actually want to achieve something. So yeah.
1: Yes, the future, there are so many variables that can impact your planning as well as the outcome. So let's focus on something totally different. In your life, what is an activity or something you do that makes you feel really alive and that is really important, an important part of your life?
0: I have a definite answer for
1: that, and that is
0: soccer or football, whatever you prefer.
1: Let's play then. (laughs) When it comes to soccer, let's begin in a more historical kind of way, a chronological question. What was the first moment, the first experience where you realized you love the game? That was quite... A long time
0: ago i'd say um the person who brought me to football pretty much was my dad and he used to teach me all kinds of things concerning soccer we used to watch it a lot but the first time i actually felt like okay this is something i'm really into uh, was uh when i watched uh, euro 2012 which was in ukraine and i still remember it was uh, denmark versus portugal And I've seen Cristiano Ronaldo like in real life, although it was, I don't know, like 300 meters away from him, even more. That was that was a big thing.
1: That's a great answer. Actually, I can even imagine you there where in 2012 you are 300 meters away from Cristiano Ronaldo. And well, what about him or about that experience was the most meaningful to you that touched you at such a deep level? Probably the sense of uh, unity and belongingness to
0: something bigger, to something great, greater. Um, especially, especially when you're um, at the game, when where you have national teams and you have uh, two two opposing teams, pretty much. And there's still there is this sense of unity between them. There is the this sense of joy and happiness, and it's it's just an amazing feeling to be out there. And about Cristiano, I'd say that he is a person worth admiring. Uh, with getting from pretty much a really poor background with rel- uh, like really small perspectives for development, he he became a world. Like, I
1: think he is the most Mm -hmm. known soccer player ever, probably. I agree with you. And coming from Madeira, which is a small island, to be in who he is, it's more than a miracle. And he is worthy of admiring. But I'm going to focus on another part. You mentioned unity twice. And you mentioned joy. What does unity mean to you if you were to describe it like from three different angles, so that it's clear, because that is a personal thing. And how does unity lead to joy? That's a really interesting question. Um, Many
0: people uh, perceive unity in all kinds of ways, and they have a lot of different opinions concerning it. Um, I'd say that unity and joy and their interconnection is... Is something that is um, really needed actually in life uh, because the sense of unity uh, for me, for example, this this is something that really makes me happy uh, to see when people um, either from different backgrounds or people who have uh, different visions or opinions or whatever, they kind of get together, they come to a certain consensus or whatever that, I mean, it really depends from the topic. And they make great things together. And I think this is something really much needed in
1: politics. And yeah. Thank you. So if I understood you correctly, in this world, especially in politics, people seem to have their own perspectives and views and have a confrontational attitude towards people from different backgrounds and with different viewpoints, which doesn't lead to cooperation while well, the beautiful game or soccer, football to you is a place where people from different backgrounds can have consensus and agree on having 90 minutes or whatever, if it's a tournament, a couple of weeks, etc, where they are together working together and playing to create something beautiful and that leads to joy in your heart seeing people coming together to create something together and having consensus even though they have different views perspectives and backgrounds is this a correct understanding
0: yes definitely
1: um i mean it's
0: it's just i don't know for for me uh, being back in the United States or being in Bulgaria on, on campus, it's just it's 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 a lovely experience to work in an international team or study together, like along with uh, people from different countries and different backgrounds, different views, etc. And then when you come together and you create something great and you have all these different perspectives on things. This is something that brings huge value to whatever you're doing.
1: So, yes, I would agree totally to what you've said. A huge value to what you're doing. And I'm curious about this because you grew up in a tiny, tiny town and therefore you didn't really have experience, or maybe you did, I don't know, of being around people from different backgrounds coming to create something together. So when was the first moment you had that experience of diversity in team and people working together that instilled in you the desire and thought and motivation to create more of that in the world and to have that harmony between different backgrounds because it must have come from somewhere. Maybe it was your father himself or a book or a role model or maybe your first experience abroad, I don't know. Can you share? That That's an
0: interesting question. Um, I mean, if I really want to say really diverse experience, that would be probably United States. Uh, when I got to Ohio, I lived in a lovely family and I studied there for a year. And there I had a class, which was I think it was government. It was called government. And we had in our school, although it was quite tiny, uh, we had um I think seven exchange students and most of them were in that class and we were from Ukraine China uh, Georgia Spain Germany and when you come together and you actually discuss something like government or politics or you know social studies um you get so many different perspectives on things and this is something i realized back then that this is something i truly like to be a part of
1: and this is something that brings value great so you were in ohio and there were seven exchange students from different backgrounds and when you were discussing government there was a lot of value in such discussions and you wished to be more involved and have more of that is this correct yeah totally And to ask you even further, because politics seem to be very important for you and soccer as well. Did you have lessons from soccer that informed your political perspectives and team building in political events, etc.? Or, and maybe from politics, some lessons that improved your soccer game and coordination and if so, could you share how there could be a symbiotic relationship of learning between both i I, I honestly
0: love the question. i mean it, it gets it gets one to think a lot concerning the topics. Uh, all right, so um I'd say that sports in general and soccer they really teach you a lot not only about sport, uh, they teach you about human interaction. Uh, They teach you a lot about uh, relationships and what actually matters. And um, I think that sports and soccer specifically uh, taught me leadership, teamwork. um, I'd say also negotiation skills because when I was playing for my local team, um, like when I was younger, um, I was a captain and it was essential for me to talk to people to be sometimes a motivator or uh, to give uh, advice or to suggest, propose, etc. When we talk about politics, it's important to be a negotiator. It's important to convince the person who is next to you, who's sitting next to you, that you actually want to find something in common, that you want to resolve the issue, etc. So I think that those actually go well in common, although they might seem like totally different things. So I'd say that negotiation, leadership, teamwork are the main parts of this symbiotic um, coloration.
1: I love that answer. And so I have a very unexpected question, which is this. You focus on consensus, you focus on similarities. So then I have to ask you, Instead of the typical question, which is, What's the difference between the culture of Ukraine and of the US and of Bulgaria? Well, what similarities were unexpected that you noticed when you went from Ukraine to the US? And you were like, Wow, this is so Ukrainian what they're doing right now. Or, Wow, this is such a Ukrainian trait that I thought was only about Ukrainian people. But I found in Ohio, the similarity? Maybe Bulgaria, but probably there is a lot more similarities than with the US. So please comment on this.
0: Okay, I did not expect that. Okay, that was quite an unpredictable question. Um, I, I don't think that I can necessarily say what were the unpredictable um, things that unite us all. But I'd say that all of us at the end of the day just want to be happy, just want to enjoy, have fun. Um, and when, when I was in Yaz, it was a lot like I had to do, it, it had a lot to do with sports and uh, having this teamwork and just uh, going on, let's say, football games or wrestling uh, matches and just having fun, enjoying the moment. Um, making friends, getting to know people. And I think that this is something that is also uh, relatable to Bulgaria and Ukraine. Although we are really different, um, at the end of the day, we all want the same things. We all want to be happy.
1: Thank you so much. And to explore your political kind of perspective without getting political, do you have a favorite political philosopher or book or idea that has informed the way you view politics in the world? And can you share it and why do you feel it's valuable? I wouldn't say that
0: I necessarily have like a role model or a book that I um, look up to. Um, I would say that my grandpa was an inspiration for me to get into politics. because I mean, he didn't really shape my views on politics. Uh, I wouldn't say like um, I have similar view on politics like he have had, but um, he inspired me to be a critical thinker, uh, to see the bigger picture. Um, he inspired me to discuss things. One like a lot of times I would come to him and we would just drink tea and talk about politics. And yeah, I think. It, It changed a lot in the way I perceive politics and in the way I I see it. I'm not sure whether I'm willing to get into politics, but I definitely uh, am passionate about uh, a lot of topics. And uh, with every year, I just understand that this is something inevitable uh, for me to be curious about. I don't know. It's just this is what
1: happens. Thank you for that answer. And then I have to ask, because there were psychological studies showing that people, when they get involved in following politics and discussing with people and arguing, that messes up their psychological balance and it leads to a lot of stress in their lives. And yes, politics is very important. But how do you approach it without getting the stress and the frustration At politicians and people arguing against your point? Or do you have your own perspective that allows you to not have any stress when it comes to political discussions, to following the work of politicians you might not be agreeing with, etc.?
0: I would say that it is really important for those who follow the politics and for those who don't, uh, it is really important to Just uh, sometimes like the the inflow of information we're getting nowadays. It's just crazy. It's just too much. Uh, We don't seek as much as we get. And this is like a a big time problem. Uh, And I think that sometimes you just got to block yourself out of like space out from uh, certain things. And um, it's not necessarily that I have a certain political view and I don't change it. I think this is something uh, not rational like i think it's rational to challenge your own views and to see whether actually uh, you're believing like something you're believing in whether it's actually true so um i'd say that block like blocking yourself out of certain things sometimes is crucial as well as uh, challenging uh, your opinion your views um, and I mean, politics, yes, I like it. I'm passionate about it, But this is not something I'm doing 24-7. I mean, as I said, uh, soccer and uh, business studies, uh, passionate about a lot of other things. This is just a, a part of life. And um, I think it's important to be aware of it,
1: but not necessarily be overtaken by it. To be aware of it, but not, not necessarily overtaken by it. And I am sure to go to another direction that listeners who wonder how you can be so productive are thinking about your way and approach to productivity. What do you do in order to achieve more? get great grades as well as play sports and be a captain a captain of a team and adjust to a new culture and a new place and care about politics and follow that and watch soccer matches and probably the classical, i don't know which one you're <laughs> after so how do you organize your day how do you prioritize and what does work for you Okay, Um, so I'd say that
0: uh, for me, planning is really important. So uh, what I normally do, uh, once I have the syllabi of all of my courses, for example, I would put all the deadlines into my calendar. Um, I have a bi-weekly calendar as well. I just write down my tasks uh, daily, and uh, I, I know exactly what I have to do and um, sometimes it does not work the way I actually want it to work. Sometimes you just don't really want to do something and you kind of postpone it and then you're like, oh, I could have done that way earlier. Oh, well, oh, well, but now just you got to do what you got to do. I think it's really important to have um, not only desire uh, to do something, Not it's not only important to be passionate about something, it's essential to be disciplined Um, in a sense that, um, okay, this is my goal. I got to take these five steps, let's say five little steps for the next five, uh, for the next one month so I can achieve this goal. And being disciplined, uh, doing them, taking care of them little by little, one by one will get you there. So, yeah, I think that planning and discipline has a lot to do with productivity,
1: planning, and one by one, and that sounds great. Since at the beginning you mentioned you are thinking about planning your future, so planning is a primary approach to success when it comes to the way that you approach future, the, your future, and therefore to go in another direction. Still, TEDx, did you? learn anything worth sharing from organizing and working on the TEDx for the American University of Bulgaria and was it exactly like how you expected or did you get any lessons from being a captain of a soccer team that helped you and brought a fresh perspective to TEDx Uh, AUBG so tell me more about it (laughs) That, that's a wonderful question. I think being in, uh, being
0: a part of um, TEDxUBG, it really did teach me a lot in a sense of... Um, so basically, we're a student-led organization and we're organizing an annual event. And we have several like smaller events throughout the period, uh, throughout the year, etc. And all of the people you work with, um, they're students. Uh, they have... Uh, similar, similar chores, similar tasks. They go to the same school as you do. Uh, they do similar things as you do, not necessarily, but anyways, um, m- most likely. And um, you all are united by this idea of creating something worth spreading, w- worth sharing. And uh, I think that TEDx, um, and especially being a part of PR, taught me um, how important Storytelling actually is so uh, a part of what you're doing is actually uh, storytelling, and uh, I think this is essential. Uh, People uh, when they hear actual real life stories, and uh, when they understand concept through through storytelling, they not only get inspired to do something or they realize something, uh, they also kind of perceive things differently. They start thinking from a different perspective. And um, I think being a part of TEDx also um, helped me, taught me to be more flexible in terms of time, organization, um, also dealing with uh, people from different backgrounds as for speakers, um, taught me that sometimes things don't really work the way you want them to work. And you just kind of, you just got to do whatever you can do. You, you got to be flexible. You got to, okay, we can do it this way. Why don't we do it this way, etc. cetera. Uh, when we talk about soccer, soccer is also sometimes, you know, it's, it's a ball, it's uh, grass or whatever, the coverage you have. And it's a game. You never know what's going to happen. You can be the best team ever, but you can just lose one zero last second. So it, it really teaches you that, it's, it's like life. Sometimes things just don't work the way you wanted them to do, to work, but um, you just gotta do the best at it, what you can. And I think that soccer taught me that uh, no matter what happens, if your team or your group of people or whoever you're dealing with, um, if they're actually aware of the bigger importance behind this whole event, the the friendships, the relationships behind the soccer game, um,
1: I think that this this is something greater. This is something more important. Something greater, something more important, bigger, which is also what you mentioned when you spoke about the 2012 match, which is, There, you mentioned that people come together in unity to be part of something bigger. So is it to you something very important and you pursue this being part of something bigger? Probably I'd say yes.
0: I think that for a lot of people, um, it's important to have this sense of belongingness, but also in they want to fulfill certain dreams certain passions goals etc cetera, etc cetera. and for me i want to bring positive changes in whatever i'm doing i want to it's it's not about just being good at something you're doing but making the whole process or uh, the whole event or whether it's a game whether it's an organization of the event making it better Contributing to something bigger, uh, having building strong relationships with people, sharing joy and laughter, etc. So, yeah, I, I would say yes. I would I would agree to that statement.
1: Thank you. So you said making things better. Is this something that is always on your mind? Which is in many ways the Tony Robbins question, where he says to program your mind to ask the question, how can I make this better and apply it to everything you do and every moment? So is this an approach you have to life or it's something that you learned over time? And if so, how did you learn it? Was there a moment where you were normal and then you thought or you were impressed by something that encouraged you to adopt the perspective of trying to make things better and of sharing joy and having people feel a sense of unity and belonging that's an interesting question let let, let me let me think
0: i would say that making things better i i i came became aware of this uh when i just Throughout throughout my life, um, I've seen a lot of people that were passionate about certain things, and I've seen the fire in their eyes. I've seen the desire, uh, passion with the, which they were just you know they were trying to to achieve something. And I think that it's really important for me uh, to get inspired by just looking at other people and their successes. I'd say that. Seeing, for example, my grandpa, uh, who've been like he was born in just a village in central Ukraine, then uh, getting all the way to Shumsk and then uh, being a successful person, or uh, for my friends, um, a lot of them either connected to Flex or my university, to see um, how they're growing or to see how they're developing, that makes me feel like. This is something uh, not only worth admiring, but this is something that you can learn from. And making things better is not like, you cannot always do them better, but you can at least try. So why, why shouldn't you do it?
1: You can at least try. So why you shouldn't do it? And like you mentioned, soccer is like life. You can be the best team in the world and still you can lose 1-0 in the last second. And therefore, it's more about trying and why not doing it. And to finish, can you share a lesson or a piece of advice that you believe is important to be heard and that maybe the listeners will benefit from?
0: All right. Um, I think it's
1: crucial to
0: whatever you're doing and at whatever point in life you are right now, it's always important to think not only only about the tasks you have, not only about the routine you've got, but also about relationships and people. I think that um, whatever your desires are, you cannot really achieve them just on your own. This has to do a lot with Cooperation, coordination, maybe even rivalry. I mean, a lot of people get better just because they have somebody they have to compete with. This is how they achieve things. A lot of people get better without realizing it just because, okay, my, uh, my mom helped me out today. And she taught me a really good lesson back when I was five. And now I'm, I'm, I'm right here, I'm 20, and I realize this is something really important. She taught me this. It's not only about what you've got, it's also about uh, the people you interact with. And I think that your surrounding and
1: uh, the way you interact with people is crucial, and you should not undermine this. Your surrounding and the people you interact with are crucial and i agree with you one thousand percent and that in many ways you are more influenced by the people you surround yourself with than anything else and in many ways if they're limiting you you will be limited but if they uplift you and you uplift them then there are no limits to the heights you can together achieve in unity feeling belonging, and being part of something bigger than yourselves. And if people wish to connect with you, to learn more about you, about what you're doing, maybe message you or learn about the TEDx event that you're organizing, what are the best links for them to go? And I will write them in the description. Yeah, the, uh,
0: people just can go ahead and uh, either... DM me on Instagram or just um, get a connection through LinkedIn. I think it's, um, it's a great project you're doing, Aziz. And I think it not only uh, brings a lot of perspectives to people who are listening um, about Ukraine and its people, it's also a platform for people to connect, to interact, to make things better uh, and to do great things
1: that means a lot to me really i appreciate your kind words and thank you for your encouragement and i wish you a great day i know you're focusing on your studies now and on the all the projects you're working on so i don't want to take too much of that time today thank you aziz